You're listening to The Lucid Entrepreneur. My name is Rene Bos and I'm your podcast host. In full disclosure, I'm here to share with you through this podcast what's going on behind the scenes and behind the curtains of a Dutch entrepreneur living in Bali, trying to live a life with meaning and purpose. I'll be sharing with you the good, the bad and the ugly, all for your own learning and inspiration. Enjoy listening and please subscribe to receive my weekly new episodes. Hey guys, it is Sunday, almost 10 p.m. I was actually already on my way to bed and then I thought, oh no, it's Sunday. I committed to recording a podcast for my listeners. So here I am with a last minute recording. Uh, I, um, I'm going to fly to Bali this Wednesday, which I am really, really, really excited about. It's been amazing. To be in the Netherlands for a month, supporting my mother, supporting my father, spending a lot of time with them. And it feels really good to fly out to back to Bali. And it's actually a bit of a different plan than before. Because I was actually going to stay until half of March, which is another three weeks. But things are pretty okay with my mom and my real estate project in Bali. It just really needs some attention before I can finish it and I've been working on this for a year and a half so I felt like yeah it's really good feels good to decide to go back to Bali so uh, yeah I'm flying there on Wednesday really excited and yeah I was just thinking of what I would like to share with all of you some things that were interesting inspiring or maybe even a little bit scary or things that really didn't really go their way and Yeah, there was one thing that I wanted to share around, yeah, expressing when things are not feeling, when they're not feeling good or when you feel like you need to be nurtured as a man, you know. Um, So my partner, she's from Brazil, she's in Brazil right now and I'm in the Netherlands. So we, we didn't see each other for a month and now we will see each other in Bali in three weeks. But it is carnival, (laughs) so there's a lot of big parties happening in town, and um, yeah, she already mentioned she's gonna go, of course, she's Brazilian, so carnival is in their blood, and um, yeah, as I'm here, and she's sending me photos of her outfit, and I'm like, wow, she is so, so beautiful, I'm so in love with her, (laughs) and yeah, I started feeling a little bit worried, like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? What if something happens? Maybe they get too drunk or they go too crazy. And I, yeah, I felt a little bit afraid that, um, yeah, something was going to happen and she would end up hurting me. And in the past, I would have just been like, oh, I'm a man. I shouldn't care about these things or, you know, or I'm fine. I don't care. But I do care because I really love her and I really feel like spending the rest of my life with her. So, of course, I want to be like careful, you know. So I ended up messaging her and expressing like, hey, I'm actually a little bit worried that you're going to go really crazy and I would love to get some reassurance from you, like that it's not, that it's all going to be fine. And yeah, so I basically asked her to support me on that front and she did. She's like, oh, babe, don't worry. We're not going to go crazy. We're not going to like drink until we drop or it's just going to be a nice day out with the friends and dancing and like, okay, well, that makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> So that's just a little 
vulnerable sharing. And the reason why I'm sharing it is because back in the day, like five, six years ago, maybe seven by now, before I did any personal development, I would just pretend like I was cool with it or I would pretend, you know, pretend. Maybe j that's the word that I want to say. So I've come to open myself up so more openly and authentically and that feels really empowering and I'm I'm still learning you know I'm not a master at it yet but yeah I express when I need something or I express when something doesn't feel right or when I don't agree with something I actually tell them instead of just saying yes and not wanting to disappoint them and causing them to run away because essentially I think that comes from my fear of loneliness you know or my loneliness and my fear of alone of being alone so i always used to please people so much i would always keep people as my friend by just figuring out what they would want the most and then i would support them with that or i would give them all my attention or my time like always pleasing others and not so much myself and now i am pleasing myself as well by expressing and asking when i need something and yeah i really feel good about it and to be honest, it's also being received very beautifully by my partner. And I've, I've had feedback before that, yeah, as a man, expressing your needs is for me now quite normal. Still challenging sometimes, but it still happens so much that men don't do it. And then it's such a shame to see women uh, not knowing what their men need, right? Because you can't really smell when they need something or when they're, when something's bothering them or something's going on. So men, guys, if you're listening to this, <laughs> take my invitation to express more to your partners because they can't smell us. And if we ask them what we need, then nine out of 10 times you will actually get what you want, which is a win-win, right? And also for the women, same story. Please share with your men. <laughs> Please share because we, we don't have radars. And I actually think that women have even bigger radars than men like intuition of most women is like off the charts right so they will know when something's going on and um, I can pretend all I want but they will yeah they will know something's going on so wow this was a little channeling here <laughs> I didn't know where this came from I also smoked a little bit of weed a little or hush it was hash hush a little while ago so that also makes me speak a bit more Openly, I guess. Yeah, what else? What else is cooking in my life right now? Um, yeah, I mean, I already shared about my real estate project. So I'm really excited that that's finally coming to an ending. And it sounds a bit like, oh my God, it's horrible. Of course, I'm really grateful. But it's been, it's been, a, it's been a project for a year and a half. So that's coming to fruition. And I'm ready to open the first one, my first villa in Bali, which is incredible. And yeah, business-wise, I think since last Sunday that I shared, I hosted another masterclass on last Friday. Right now I have over, I think by now, over 250 people signed up for my new masterclass, which is to help freelancers in developing countries like India, Pakistan, and help them make more money, set up successful businesses. And it's an initiative for me because I really love all these countries at this part of the world, especially India, the Philippines. I've been to those places, Peru, like South America, Asia. And 
yeah, I just really love the people there. And I feel that me as a European and having knowledge on how businesses run in Europe and US, that I'm in a position to really help them set up super powerful freelancing brands. So yeah, I've got a lot of people signed up for this masterclass and I've done it twice now. But yeah, in, in both of those masterclasses there ended up joining maybe only 15, 20 people out of like 200. So I'm still figuring out why not more people are joining. And it's and it's interesting because it's a play um, as well. I've never really used email marketing. I've always used social, me- social media marketing. And yeah, I'm just trying to play with some different strategies. Like how am I going to approach them? What am I going to offer? Am I going to do another free thing? Or am I going to add... Uh, even a lower more low ticket offer or you know so i'm just really playing the entrepreneurial game and um, i'm really enjoying it really really enjoying it and of course like of course i'm an entrepreneur i would love to run multiple successful businesses right and yeah with, with the idea that i want to help developing countries yes Of course, I want to help them. I want to see the impact. And I see that this can be really an international sort of cooperation, like where I can build schools and teach kids about IT and tech and graphics and have the freelancers teach them. And um, I want to help the individual freelancers as well. And then we can come up with uh, training courses together or host retreats or like whatever it is. I can be so creative in the process. So, of course, there's a lot of money required to do all of that. Um, so that would be one of the biggest things if this turns out to be a great business idea to, yeah, come from a place of love for these people, right? Like I said, and all the improvements that we can then together make on their countries, but maybe even internationally. So that's beautiful. And I also would love to run another successful business. So yeah, it's like a win-win because a successful business also needs money and then you can create your bigger impact. And that's also what I believe when I teach people about, you know, about business and about being an entrepreneur and running a more successful business, it's it's not just you having more money to spend, you know, of course that will happen, but it's more about the freedom that it can bring to you and to really be, yeah, to really be that meaningful sort of character in your community, in your neighborhoods, for your families, right? Maybe you have a a sick mother that urgently needs like better medical care and then you can just put her in a or put her in a but you know like get her to be in a in a private clinic right so she can better can get better health care and maybe you've got children and you want to set aside like quite a lot of savings for them or you want to buy them their first car or yeah when there's no money then you cannot do any of these things right so that's what i also believe is as we as humans start earning more money and know how to manage our money better, then we can have more beautiful lives for ourselves and for the people around us. So yeah, these things, these topics, guys, are I'm really interested about, like things around money, about managing money, about saving and investing, and basically a lot of things with money I really love, is the dynamics of money, you know, and what does money mean to people, and how money can sometimes break up friendships. I've had a friendship break for me borrowing money to someone and then not getting it back and then waiting and waiting and waiting. And like, yeah, that really broke up our relationship because I didn't trust him, right? He really broke my trust. 
and there was a lot of frustration and anger and yeah like like i said money is a great thing and it can really mess things up right it's such a it's such a yeah seeing people fight over the the heritage that they get you know like the money when they're one of their parents they pass away and then the money comes available and then all the children are fighting for the money it's like wow what a way to like be celebrated you know when you pass away like how 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 honoring it is to then start fighting over someone's you know a, a dead person's money it's like wow yeah great great humans so i would rather have everyone to be more in abundance and have more money so we can share it with each other and that there's less scarcity and lack in money. So that's why I'm really excited about this mission. I really hope that I can find a way to reach more of these people. And that they get excited about learning. And about doing my masterclasses and signing up with my program. You know, I would really, really love that. And maybe this, this recording is going to be a testimony to that. Like, oh yeah, remember Renee back, back in 2023? It is now recorded this episode where he's talking about this initiative and look at it now it's like a multi-million dollar business and he's helping people and children all over the world and they're all learning about it and tech skills and being a digital nomad making money yeah i would like that <laughs> i would be that person that really created a, a meaningful impact in people's lives so um yeah it's also it goes beyond me of course, I want to run a successful business. But then with that business, if, that, if it can turn into a bigger thing, so it becomes, yeah, a really meaningful thing in the world. And actually, one of my old mentors, Alok. Alok, I don't know if you're listening, but thank you for everything. <laughs> um, yeah, he shared this name with me. Of course, now I'm like put put in front of the block and now i don't know the name julian julia i can look it up guys but <laughs> she oh yeah so she is the um, ceo former ceo of a company called sama and she passed away a couple of years ago and um alok shared her name with me before when i was in this program he's like you know check check this woman's workout it sounds very similar to what you're trying to do and um yeah he reminded me of this a couple of days ago and I actually just started reading this woman's um, like biography and like some some articles on, on her. And I literally feel like I'm going to be stepping in her footsteps. Like I want to set up a new initiative where I can help people become more financially enabled in third, well, third world countries, developing countries. So um, yeah, I feel like this looks like i'm forming a mission that goes beyond me and my own success it's gonna go beyond the people here in the netherlands it's gonna go beyond europe and us it's gonna go like global and i'm so honored that i can be in a position that i can actually see this happening right so maybe this is the start of something really beautiful hmm. oh yeah so there's one last thing that i would like to share with you um so as you know, I'm in the Netherlands and I'm spending a lot of time with my parents and yeah, it's beautiful to spend more time with them because that definitely wasn't the case. And then of course, there's also some frustrations, some friction, right? That like, like all of us have with, with our friends, family members, partners. And um, 
Yeah, but me and my mom, how do I put this? Like, we are both very spicy. <laughs> when things get rough, when we get angry, we like, we shout or like, we get really angry with each other. We're like, what the fuck? Or, <laughs> yeah. Um, so today there was a bit of a frustration moment happening when I was sitting in the living room with my mom and my dad went out to pick up some guests that were gonna come to my my parents' house. And um, yeah, all of a sudden my mom was raising her voice to me. She asked me something when I was, I was checking something on my phone and then I replied and then yeah, she shouted and then I shouted back and then we both were like, what the fuck, what fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty heavy. And I just, I just got up and I told her mom, I don't, you know, and this, I, she started, you know, I did a lot of personal development work. Wow, this is such a contradiction. Personal development people are like, no, Renee, you're cursing. This, what are you saying? Um, but anyways, I got up and I'm like, mom, I don't want you to talk to me like this. I'm going to get up now and leave. Good luck and have fun with your guests. So I just got up and put on my jacket, walked out, got in the car. And I was like feeling freaking angry, like this anger that I used to have as a child with her, the frustration. So I drove back to my place, which is only five minutes from their house. I went into my little house and I started shouting, ah, ah, just screaming, shouting, just letting that anger out. And um, yeah, I also felt, <laughs> I already felt better. So I parked the car before, right, before I entered in my house. And then I walked out and I had a walk and I walked there 10 minutes. I walked in, my dad just arrived. He just came back and he's like, hey, where were you? I'm like, yeah, I just went for a walk outside. And then me and my mom, we were in the kitchen. She came into the kitchen and I could, I could already feel so much lighter. So I was trying to look for eye contact with her and I actually thought she was gonna be angry with me or whatever. She looks at me, I'm like, hey mom. And then she said, yeah, the two of us, huh? we are such uh, characters. I'm like, yeah. And like, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. And then we cried a little bit and we laughed together. So I actually feel like if I look at the past 30, you know, I'm 34, the last 34 years with my, with my mom and the frustrations, I think I'm finally starting to get her. Instead of me trying to change her or trying to or like allowing or yeah that's the whole thing like I, I allowed a lot from her like when I wanted to be angry I never did because I thought I couldn't or that I would be lost uh, alone you know there's the abandonment issue again and and you know for those of you that have been with me here for the beginning of this podcast I was kidnapped as a baby so of course there's an experience that I have of taking away of not not knowing how to bond because my mom wasn't around and there's a part of me that wants to be free and doesn't want to be held, you know, doesn't want to be taken, just want to be safe. And um, yeah, so we had a really beautiful moment today that I really felt like, aha, so now I know how to work with my mom. And that's so much fun because it was literally 10 minutes, 15 minutes after that burst out that we both laughed and cried a little bit and said, "We, lo I love you to each other. So... Wow, yeah, that was a really magical, magical moment that I'm sharing it with you. And it might be, it might not sound so big to you, but it's a big step for me. Because in the past, I would be so frustrated and angry with her for days and we wouldn't talk and it's like awkward situations and, whew, yeah. I also haven't been 
the easiest child, I think. But um, I also feel that, yeah, there's there's many things there. But I feel that as a parent, you can never be a perfect parent to your child. You can only do what you think is best for them, right? Um, and I think you can never be truly perfect because even if you're perfect, then they're probably traumatized by the fact that you're perfect and the world is not, right? So I don't think you can ever do a 100% good job. But I also think that when it comes to, yeah, responsibilities of who is the parent and who is the child, I think that's something that I have really struggled with as a child already. Like needing to be the one to, yeah, this feels really, really scary to, or scary, like very vulnerable to share. I also want to just mention and share with you that I'm trying to share from a place of experience and not telling other people's stories, you know, also because I might not, yeah, they might not approve. They might not like me sharing these things. Never know who's listening, right? But, um. Yeah, there's been instances for me as a child that I felt like I had to be there more for my parents than the other way around. And then the child becomes the parent, right? I've I've done a lot of therapy, so I guess I can speak a little bit in therapy language now, but yeah, I became the I became the parent. And that put me in a position where I never really felt safe to express emotions or feelings when I was a child because that would be seen as a, a weakness and I had to be, yeah, the support. Um, yeah. Hmm. I would love to share more about this, um, but I would love to share that with you guys in one of the next episodes. Uh, that would feel better. I'm noticing that I'm, you know, I'm pretty fine sharing about anything, but I feel that this part requires a little bit more attention and some time and for me to also think about. So yeah, I am the lucid entrepreneur and I also know now when to set a boundary and I'm setting it for myself to know further share about this particular part, feeling uh, feeling sensitive around it. Also, like I said, because it's about other people and I will definitely share when I feel that the time is right. Okay, guys. So with that, without further ado, I would love to thank you for being with me in this episode. I'm going to go for a really nice sleep. Like I said, it's already past 10 p.m. I am. I became quite the early bird in Bali. I used to go to bed at like 11, 12, 1 a.m. and then get up at like 9. <laughs> and now it's like 10 p.m. in, 6 p.m. out or like 10.30 in, 7 p.m. out. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go enjoy a night's rest. It's uh, This is my last Sunday in the Netherlands. The next time that you'll hear me, I will be recording from beautiful Mama Bali. And um, yeah, I hope to have you in the next episode. And thank you for listening again. <laughs> See ya.